0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends, spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're continuing our daily meditation in the book of Romans, specifically Romans 12 on therefore, man ruined his life with sin, God's remedy is Jesus Christ, therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every single day? We're continuing uh, the second day with our prayer, Lord, please protect me from my own selfish thinking. I do not want to become a Romans 1 statistic. As we mentioned yesterday, a man's thoughts are an index to his character. What we think today, we become tomorrow. The attitudes of our hearts often result in the actions of our lives. The depravity of our own heart should cause us to shudder, fearing even the potential of our own wickedness. We must thank God for his daily provision of grace and mercy, which keeps us from such depraved behavior. Romans 1, 29-32 lists 13 types of people who have given in to their depravity. By God's grace, may we never be accused of such actions or attitudes. As a man thinks, so is he. As you think, so are you. Let's take a few more minutes, as we did yesterday, and finish this horrible list and ask ourselves if we could ever be accused of being a disobedient, undiscerning, promise-breaker, or an unloving unforgiving, unmerciful person? Number one, could anyone accuse me of being disobedient to parents? This is a question, of course, which is age-sensitive, but we must never forget that a rebellious, defiant adult was probably once a rebellious, defiant child or teen who was never confronted or corrected with such selfish defiance. Any child, young or old, who would treat their mom or dad as if they were worthless, has either a bitter heart or an angry heart, a guilty heart, or a hurting heart. Only foolish thinkers treat as dirt those in authority over them. Remember, a wise man makes a glad excuse me, a wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Could anyone accuse me of being without understanding? A lack of understanding reveals a heart that is not learned to discern. In our world of high-tech information, there are no excuses for lacking understanding. We have more tools at our fingertips than any generation before us. An afternoon of serious study should open our eyes not only to the consequences of most issues, but the cause as well. Those who have no reasoning ability have literally chosen to do so. They would rather be handed a list than think through an issue. Most are more interested in consequences of an action than securing the understanding why the behavior is good or bad, right or wrong, better or best. Number three, could any accuse me of being a covenant breaker? You cannot understand the import of a covenant breaker unless you understand the importance of a covenant. When a man and a woman take their marriage vows, they're making a covenant, literally a promise to be faithful to each other. God has made many promises, covenants with his people, which he has never broken. Men who glibly break their promises to either God or others are covenant breakers. They're untrustworthy and undependable. There was a time with contracts, work agreements, loans, and even relationships that you could take a man at his word. No longer. Technically, someone who makes a promise but has no intention in keeping that promise is not only a covenant breaker, but literally a liar. Solomon calls him a fool in Ecclesiastes 5. When you vow a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Number 4. Could anyone accuse me of being without natural affection? There are natural affections, like a love between a husband and a wife, a love between a mother and her infant, a love between a brother and a sister. We live in a world that love for self has exceeded even the natural love that should be for others. Because so many reject the love of God, our world is filled with unloving and hateful people. A husband that does not naturally love his wife files for divorce. A young mother who does not naturally love the living baby hiding inside of her chooses to abort that child. A father who does not naturally love his children verbally, physically, and sexually abuses them. Parents who do not naturally love their children reject them and abandon them for someone else to take care of. This is not natural and it's not right. It is amazing how far a person who rejects God and chooses only to worship self can go. God's command in John 15 verse 12 is the opposite of what you read in most daily newspapers today. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this that a man should lay down his life for his friends. What a sad state of affairs in our families, country and world. Uh, when they refuse to simply believe, trust, and obey God. Number five, could anyone accuse me of being implacable? Have you ever met an implacable man? If you have, you would know it. They're generally unforgiving, quarrelsome, and absolutely irreconcilable. Most of the implacables refuse to talk, reason, or forgive. If there is an issue at hand, you might as well talk to a telephone pole as try to reason with an implacable person. We cannot change a person's heart. But as Paul reminds us, if it be possible, as much as lies within you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place under effort for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Get this, saith the Lord. And finally, number six, can anyone accuse me of being unmerciful? The more self-centered a man becomes, the less he offers mercy to others, and the more he will beg and cry for mercy someday. The more a person distances himself from God, the more unlike God he becomes. God is a God of mercy. He cares. The unmerciful have no compassion, no concern, and simply do not care about anyone or anything but themselves. Often the more men have, the less they give. John asks a very pointed question in 1 John 3. Whoso has this world's good and sees his brother have need and shuts up his compassion from him, how dwells the love of God in him? So again, we need to pray, Lord, please protect me from this long list of sins that describe those who have foolishly chosen to reject you and worship themselves. I do not want to become a Romans 1 statistic. Hey, our time's up. I hope this has been um, at least a learning thing today. This chapter 1 is a tough one, and it teaches us to be very careful. But today is a day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I still hope that you have a good day day.